He is Nicholas Perez. He is Ben Perez. And we are the Box Box. Box Box. Box Box. Box Box. Brothers Podcast. What a race today, Nick. How are you feeling after it? Yeah. I had to watch it delayed. Okay. So, So when did you watch it? I watched it like probably around 3 p.m. Okay. So, did you see any results or like who won? I did see who won, but I did not see the ending. I saw that there was controversy over a safety car that did not end in a restart. Yeah. All right. So, for anyone who's uh, new to our podcast, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. What's good? Um, Yes. So today we were racing in uh, Monza, the home of speed in Italy. Ferrari's home race. And the Tafosi. Yes, the Tafosi. Um, and it was Ferrari's home race. Uh, Charles Leclerc was on pole to start the race, which was um, a good sign. I know the announcers before the race were um, talking about how he this was his ninth, eighth or ninth pole. I want to say uh-huh. I I have it written down, and that's the uh, first time since Michael Schumacher in 04 that uh, has gotten more poles. Yeah, so he, this would this was Charles's eighth pole this season, first since Schumacher, um, and that's when he dominated that season and uh, won his seventh title. I was uh, looking back to see how many races that he won. Uh, that year and it was 13 races yeah and max is on track to beat that which is kind of crazy just to speak on the dominance of max mm-hmm. i mean and with the entire grid shaking up like a big reason for that leclerc poll was the shake up of all of the other team's grid penalties no so, he took he took pole like outright he did i he didn't Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He took outright. He took outright pole because it was Leclerc, Verstappen, and then Signs were one, two, three in qualifying. Signs mm-hmm. and Verstappen dropped down due to a power unit and a power unit, I believe. Um, yeah, it was. But yeah, Leclerc was on pole. Uh, he legit started from pole. So mm-hmm. um, yes, Verstappen, uh, as you were saying earlier, um, one after taking his grid penalty dropped him back to seventh i believe it was only a five place grid penalty um but he was able to come back and win the monza open under the controversial safety car i don't know how like controversial it was because of daniel ricardo's car needed to be um taken off the the course and whenever you have marshals coming on and their lives are in danger. You need to have a safety car just to make sure that everyone is coming home safely at the end of the yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know the announcers were talking about red flagging it and not having a repeat of uh, Abu Dhabi last year with Hamilton and Verstappen with the restart to me, because when you have marshals and people on track, you need to make sure that they're not not going around as quickly as they pop, like they can even like the delta um the safety car yeah. just gives them a much larger thing and because of how large monza is there was just no time to 
restart it under the safety car because there was even cars that hadn't unlapped themselves hey. at the end i fell well, asleep I mean, it. yeah go for it you fell asleep yeah i tried to watch it and at the regular start time which was like 11 o'clock here and i think i got halfway through the race and i woke up when they were getting out of their cars and in park for me and it was like max one uh charles two and then george three yeah so it was very interesting it was interesting for the parts that i watched danny rick was on fire for a little bit i thought he was going to take home uh at least a better points finish than norris yeah but then, but then McLaren's just trying their damnedest to screw over Ricardo whenever they can. I believe so. I mean, I don't know. I feel so bad for Daniel because he's been just screwed over by this by this team. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's getting paid twenty one million dollars, but. It's still like you're still sad. Yeah. And he hasn't been putting in the points finishes like people had hoped for, especially after leaving Red Bull and going to Renault, really outperforming Alcon both years that they were there together. And then well, moving over to yeah. McLaren, um, he just hasn't gotten a grasp of the car. Which I mean, is that's why everyone thought why, that, like, why he was going to go back to Alpine is because he had so much success there. So do you think that he goes back to Alpine or do you, where do you think he ends up? Do you think he takes I think a year he either off? ends up or at either Alpine or Haas. Oh, okay. Why do you say because Haas? Because I'm, I'm doubtful that Haas is going to shell out the money that Ricardo is asking for. But here's the thing. I think Ricardo doesn't ask for that much money. I think now that he has the 21 million, I think he goes for where he wants to race and just does and just does one season and then tries to see next silly season. What happens? I guess so. I mean, Nick DeVries had um, this was super good for his F1 career. Yes, he I have him and Joe as two of the star drivers of today because new getting in. He, he was brand new, brand new to F- first. Yeah, so ex- explain why DeFreeze was there um, today. Okay, so uh, so Alex has, so Williams has two drivers, Nicholas Gotifi and um, Alexander Albon. Alexander Albon had appendicitis. Yep. And so he was rushed into surgery. Mm-hmm. And um, Williams called up their buddies at Mercedes and were like, hey, can we get Nick DeBreeze? I know we know he's here. Can we get him to? Can we get him to race this weekend? Mm-hmm. So it was like right before qualifying, and then Nick DeBreeze goes in, gets into Q two, could have gotten into Q three, mm-hmm. and like a little iffy. But with the engine penalty, starts top ten, finishes eight, ninth, yeah, eight, no, ninth, eight. ninth. Yeah, because unless someone else had a red, black and white flag that dropped him down, because I had. Right after DeFreeze in ninth and then uh, Joe in 10th. Right at yeah, the end so of the then, race. So if there was a penalty then, afterwards. Um... I don't know, but he is now 20th in a 23-person championship. Yes. And how does that, like, how... 
How does that make you feel if you're Latifi, someone who has never driven an F1, well, not never driven an F1 car, but his first never actual driven, like no, race? He's, he's never driven a 2022 F1 car. Yeah, but he's he's driven an F1 car before. Yeah, yes, so- never, never an F2 car. It's like um, Nico Hulkenberg at the beginning of the season versus Lance Stroll. Where he just showed up after Vettel had COVID and beat beat Stroll and beat him into the points too. Um, you know so it's a, I think we happened twice this year. What is that? Mazaspin was in the season. Like he he showed up to Barcelona testing. That's something I forget about. Is that he he was he was testing the Haas car. Oh, uh, he was. <laughs> And then he kicked, they kicked them out. Yeah, that Russia thing seems like so long ago. I know, but it was this season, and they just they booted him to the curb. Back to what I was saying. Yeah, now all right. he so is Devries, yes, into the points, killed it on track yeah. today. He is twenty in a twenty-two person championship. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Gotifi, who's the other full-time driver. It's it's like I don't see how he keeps a seat this year. Oh, he doesn't. He can't because mm-hmm. does Latifi even have a point this year? No. Okay. What's his best finish? Do you know? Was it right outside the points? I know his like best thing was Canada qualifying when he got into Q three, but imagine even even just like comparing uh, DeFreeze to. Mick Schumacher, where Mick, it took him almost like two seasons to get his four, first F1 points, and Nick DeFries takes that Williams and puts it in the puts it in the points for the first time. I mean, the Williams is very good in a straight line, and Mick's Haas car his first year was horrendous. Yes, horrendous. But, yes, it, it was horrendous. You're not wrong. Um, I don't think I think if you give Max Verstappen that car, he maybe gets one two points finishes. And in, in the Haas, yeah, in that Haas, no, oh, not, I, not this year's Haas. In last, last year's Haas. Haas. Oh no, I bet you if Max is in that car, he gets it into Q three for sure, just by sheer will and determination. Just Hell, he gets out. And- Hell, uh, yeah, George got into, uh, he got a P2 last year and a half points finish in Spa. That doesn't count. <laughs> but yes, it was very impressive from Nick DePreeze, who in his F1 showing uh, really balled out and drove a hell of a race for Williams. And I think if... I, I think that that may have just helped his seat for next year at Williams. Do you think it could be an Albon, to... Albon DeFries pairing? Do you think he goes to Williams? I think he does. Or I think Daniel may go to Williams. And then hopefully... Dan- Daniel to Williams? Yeah, Dan- go... Daniel to Williams. So he's been rumored to go to Mercedes as a test driver. So you go to Williams, who has a really good relationship with with Mercedes, drive there for a year, regain that confidence as the honey badger. And then when Hamilton is able to race again next year, and they have a much more competitive car that they're competing for poles from the very beginning of the season, 
And if he wins his eighth world title, then Hamilton retires. Daniel goes up because I don't know who else they would have in their um, driver's academy that would take it other than Nick DeFries. You think that Hamilton will retire after his eighth? Yes. If he gets to eight, yes. I think he's more like a Tom Brady character. Well, he just uh, refuses to retire. Well, if he keeps on performing like he has, I know at the end of the day, it's going to show that George beat Hamilton in the in the driver's standings. But since they stopped tinkering with the car, Hamilton has out-qualified him in, in qualifying uh, the past five races or so. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think he that- has been... He's been dominant in qualifying. Yeah, so and George is yeah. consistent. He just doesn't have those like tenths of a second that uh, Hamilton does right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's really, go for it. It's just crazy. What's just crazy? How like after they stopped tinkering with the car, how mm-hmm. much better his race results got. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's what you do when you're trying to design a car and trying to figure out how to make the best car happen. Mm-hmm. You'll give your most experienced driver the the tinkering tool because then they can give you better feedback than someone who is newer to the car. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So then you give him the harder challenge and he will be able to essentially set that direction and it's more of a long-term payoff than a short-term win and i think that's one thing that mercedes and hamilton have been really good at just in general is thinking playing thinking and playing the long-term game so although although yes you could have switched back side pods or like done something immediate to get like a little bit better Overall, they needed to understand the concepts of their car um, and what was going on and how it functioned so that you, then you could go back and decide whether the no side pods were the issue or something under like underlying were a bigger issue. And that's they they just have patience and they knew that they had a reliable car because I don't think that they've had a engine problem non-finish have they this year mercedes they've had a crash non-finish yeah but mclaren's been not finished for an engine yes and their mercedes engines part yeah uh williams have they non-finished yeah i think at the beginning yeah or maybe that was a good tv crash oh i'll have to look back but yes um We'll we'll see what happens with uh, everything that's um, going on with Merck, with um, Daniel, and I think when he retires. I don't know. I mean, if Mercedes continue, continue to do this, I think he has another, like, five years in him. Yeah. I mean, who is slated to... Replace him? Replace Hamilton. There have been talks of Daniel Ricardo. That's all that I've is heard. That, is that it? I mean Because here's here's my here's my long here's my long term. 
You, you ready for me to speak yes. them all? Throw it out there. So, DeVries gets a seat at Alpine. Daniel takes a year. Daniel gets a seat at Hall. Is this next year? Yeah, this is this okay. is my this is my next year. Okay. Logan Sturgeon, Logan Sturgeon comes into the Williams. Albon loses his seat. Gotifi stays. Albon, he's out of he's out of F1. Gotifi and Sturgeon have a battle all year long, but Williams is actually competitive next year. They are constantly in Q3. They're fighting for points. Sturgeon beats Latifi by a lot. He gets attention. Lewis Lewis goes down to a three-way battle or five-way battle or six six-way battle. He's in a six-way tie for the world championship between Sergio Perez, Carlos Sainz, um, Fernando Alonso, um, Max Verstappen, and George Russell and himself. So seven-way seven-way tie going into the final race in Abu Dhabi. Lewis wins the eight. Then Lewis retires becomes the team principal Where? of Mercedes. Do you think Toto's going to leave? No, they become co-team principals. Okay. They bring Logan Sturgeon up, American F1 driver in the Mercedes. Hoo-wa, USA, we back in this. America. Uh, good. Possibly there's there's always there's always a chance that that could happen. Um, what I think might happen is if Hamilton does retire, Leclerc comes over to Merck. You think Leclerc goes over to Merck? Yeah, I think if there's a spot that opens up, why would you not want Leclerc in there? Why would Leclerc not want to be a Ferrari? Because Ferrari has Ferrari'd. Ferrari, yeah, Ferrari has Ferrari. They when they when they ask their their drivers, Nick, about race strategy in the middle of the game, and that would be like a like NFL offensive coordinator being radioing into Tom Brady and be like, "Hey, which uh which play do you want to go with? The run off the right or a quick slant?" Instead of like the offense coordinator just being like, "Hey, Tom, we're seeing a gap in the middle. We're going to do a quick slant," and then Tom audibling and saying, "No, screw you. I'm going to do my own play." Like that's how it should happen, and that's where Leclerc should be like, "No, Ferrari, I'm staying out on these mediums. I need to go a few more laps so that I can uh, cover the undercut from Verstappen." Like they're but they're playing just, too nice. Ferrari is playing too nice with their drivers because they're trying to they're trying to deflect. They're trying to be like, oh, we we didn't pick the strategy. Leclerc picked it. Yeah, they didn't even have bad strategy today. They just need to be like, hey, Leclerc, this is what you're doing. And then I want to hear Leclerc cussing them back if he doesn't like it, similar to Hamilton or George or Signs or Verstappen anyone that has like won a world championship being like no this is what i'm going to do because i think this is the best thing for what i'm seeing that's I what mean, that's what needs that's to what happen he, needs to do. he just have, doesn't have that absurdness yeah no. he i think he's he's also given up on the driver championship this year which is sad like, like it's max's yeah. to lose now 
I mean, but I don't see how Max loses. No. He would have to like DNF in every single race. Yeah, he could take it in Singapore for the for the world championship, and I think that's next week, two weeks from now, because we just finished up the triple header. Yep. Yeah, two weeks away, Max could be crowned the world champion, which is absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, are you um, ready to get into driver rankings? Yeah. Um, anything else on the the race today? No. 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 All right. On to drivers' grades. This section of the podcast, we're going to rank the drivers. Uh, only the ones who qualified and points finished. So even if you got a really good race and finished just outside the points, sorry, but no grade for you. You will get an F. So Nick, class is in session. We've had the tests. Now we're about to grade the papers. Um, who are the incompletes of the did not finish today? Did not finish. It's going to be... Veto, Alonso, Stroll, Ricardo. Uh, the Veto one hurt, the Alonso one hurt, and the Ricardo one hurt. But yes, they all get incompletes for the day. Um, yeah, just engine reliability. Um, so mm, better luck starting next week or two weeks from now in Singapore. At P16, we have these are all the Fs. Kevin Maddoxon, Latifi, Sonoda, Botas, Schumacher, and Esteban Ocon. Uh, a quick side note on the uh, Sonoda F. I thought he was, he looked good in qualifying. Um, I thought he was going to out qualify uh, Pierre Gasly. Um, I did for a little bit too. So, but sadly, he, well, did he? And then um, drop back? Due to, no, they just, he out qualified him in P2. But then took the grid penalty, which sent him to the back of the grid. So still yeah. a good race, still a uh, an F F for them. So now the finishers, um, starting with number ten, Joe. Joe, what are you giving him today? It's all it's all it's all B B plus. Yeah, B plus. I mean, he started 14th, worked his way up, had some good passes. Mm-hmm. Looks consistent throughout the race. Yeah. Outperformed Batas today. He was flying, and I know he took a... Joe had a couple uh, good overtakes. I'm going to give him a, a solid A for bringing that hunk of metal to the finish line. Um, not as bad as the Williams, Williams car, but still highly unreliable, but sometimes fast. But it's been uh, it's dropped off since the beginning of the year when they were really fast with that Ferrari power unit. Yes, they were. So next uh, up is Nick Debris. Ooh, so the reserve driver coming in for Alex Albon with his appendicitis, uh, taking that Williams out qualifying Latifi in his first round. Out. By his own willpower. Yes, and out you... winning him by one, two, three, four, five, five cars in between them. Did you see his ending, like what he did after the race? No, what what he did. He was so he was so beat he couldn't get out of the car. <laughs> it was uh... either that or he or he couldn't figure it out. 
Um, he was he just sat there and he radioed in. He was like, "Can anyone help me? I'm, I, I can't I can't move lift my arms." Uh, that's banter. Yeah, it's uh, you get a little bit more G force than the Formula E cars that he's <laughs> used to driving around. Um, but yeah, taking that Williams, I'm giving him a solid A plus for his first time out getting in the points and putting a Williams in the, the scoring. I, I can't fault him for anything. Oh, hundred percent. First time out on the F1 car, especially like this hard to new, you learn new generation. Definitely an A plus. A mm-hmm. plus. Um, number moving on to number eight in the class today, Pierre Gasly, the man highly rumored to go to Pierre Gasly. All right, Prof, what are you giving him? Prof, is that some professor? P R O F F E S S O R. Could have been misspelled really badly. I don't have spell check on my my brain, but but Pierre Gasly, what are you giving him? A plus. A plus. No, I thought I'm, he... I'm I'm just I'm joshing with you. Um, B B. It's all a B. Yeah. No B plus. No B minus. He was a good race. Good solid race. Um, yeah. Good qualifying. Made the passes when he needed to make the passes, and I mean he finished well. Um, yeah. Couldn't get past no, no, um, Norris at the end of the day, so I'm going to give him a B minus for for that. Um, now number seven in the class, Lando. Lando Norris. Norris. Um, I mean, had a cheeky meh. undercut on his own teammate, and then was able to get past on the oh uh, new soft tires that they threw on at the end of the race. He's a twerp. All right, all what I are you giving say. your Brits? Um, C. C. Um, I'll give him a B. B. B minus as well. Um, I think if Ricardo, I, I just thought Ricardo had a much better race and out qualified him as well. Um, so just a B minus for Norris, um, not super impressive. And I think, uh, Daniel just does better at Monza than he does. I guess so. Next up is number six, Sergio Perez. Um, I feel like he had a okay race. Yeah, he started a real meh, just running the middle. I mean, he was backed up due to grid penalties, but mm-hmm. just I mean, not really too impressive. Yeah, uh, solid B. It's sad to see his drop off since they've started tailoring the car to Max, and we'll get to Max at because he's the head of the class today. But just the drop off in performance since they've started engineering the car to him and he just hasn't looked as comfortable as he had at the beginning of the year when he took uh two poles actually so um solid uh b for him uh made it back into the points after his grid penalty and yeah overall solid race top five lewis hamilton all right uh the brits uh god save the queen they were all very sad so he sent this one out to lizzie um solid solid race i thought he was going to be able to get back up into the points but then um just had a little scuffle with alonzo again which was interesting um, and then it was just a little bit too late but the the car looks fast they were setting times close to the ferrari today um and a solid 
I'm going to give him a solid uh, B B plus B plus for Hamilton. What are you? What are he you gets a solid run of the mill B plus two. I mean, he was better than average, not good enough to deserve an A. But on the Alonzo Hamilton, um, I do have to say they're like the two uncles. One's from California, one's from the South. They they get a little tipsy at you know Thanksgiving. I mean, gonna fight about stuff. Just start bickering. They ran, they they're gonna start to bicker. It is just, just the old the old goats on the the track, so we'll see the if they can people. can clean it up. They're just getting grouchy out there. All right, uh, next uh, number four in the class, Carlos, Carlos Slones. What are you giving him today? Yeah, get that yawn out. Hey, hey. it's an A for me. Yeah, solid driving. I'm not gonna fight you on the the A. Um, moving on to comeback. Yeah, good, good comeback. Um, solid ride. Um, I don't think that he was ever competing like pushing Russell at the end. So, um, yeah. No, 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 no. Number three, and that brings us to number three, George Russell. George Russell. What are you giving him? Um, I'm giving him a. Yes. And A. And A. Beat his teammate out there today. He did a whole lot of nothing for the race, but he was able to keep it on track, keep it consistent. Yeah. For that, I'm going to give him a B. Um, And maybe it's just I want him to like try to go for wins and be be aggressive. But sometimes I'm just like, does he, he seems like he's too nice versus. Um, like similar to Leclerc, whereas like Verstappen and Hamilton will, and even Alonso will like Sleep stab a man. Throat. Yeah, will stab a stab a person to to get a race win. Um, I just wanted to see that like killer instinct. Um, so uh, number two, moving on is Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. What are you giving him today? C. C for Plan C. Started on pool, had the home crowd, had his home track. He was slated to win that race, had the power unit, had the track position, and then just did a whole lot of nothing with it. I mean, I don't know what else do you want him to do. I mean, he is just not fighting for that mm-hmm. WRC no more. Like, he's just, he's just sad. Yeah, I think he's given up and realized that he's not winning the championship. But I still want to see him compete and fight out there. So, um, like, yeah. there's no desperation. Like, usually mm-hmm. when it gets to this point, people will start to like fight with everything they have. Yeah, but there's just not that fight no more. Exactly. Um, so Leclerc needs to put it together. At least, like, even if you're not going to do it, go go out and try to get more race wins. Like I feel like that's what they want out of the, their drivers. So, um, yeah, I give him a, a B minus because I think he's just given up, and I don't like to see that out of athletes. And now we got the one, the only Max 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 Super Max 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 Super Max 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 Super Max. 
Yeah, Supermax was super again today. God, he's, A plus, A plus, he's, A plus. He's so good. Like I didn't like him at the last year because um, that was my first year actually like watching Formula One through and through. And um, the more that I've seen him race, the more that I've seen like his interviews on social media, Instagram, YouTube. Um, he's he's a likable guy, and he's just he's so good. And it's it's crazy how good he is. Well, it's because like, he does nothing but race cars. When he gets off the track, he just goes on to iRacing. When he when he gets home on his winter break, on his summer break, iRacing. Like he gets home after a long practice session testing something, iRacing. Them yeah. racing. He uh, just he doesn't stop racing. Uh, it's crazy. And he's so good. There was no one. He ha- had another easy Sunday drive after he made his way up through the pack. So I'm just impressed and in awe by his season, what Red Bull has done, and just Max in general. He's he's won me over, and I, I salute you, Max. So okay. good job, class, today. And we will see you next week in uh, Singapore. So closing thoughts on today. Wrapping up. Good race. Had a fun time watching it. I mean, so much left in the season, but Max is super. Yeah, Max is super. Um, I think the next thing is going to be the midfield battles between Ferrari and Mercedes and then Alpine and uh, McLaren at the end of the season. Uh, because there's no way that anyone's catching Red Bull in the Constructors or Drivers Championship. So, um, yeah, that's it for us. Sorry we mixed uh, Zanfort last week, but um, we will get a podcast going for this upcoming uh, bye week, and then we will see everyone again in Singapore. Um, Nick, you ready to sign off? Retire the guard, retire the guard. Your tires are worn, retire the guard. Retire.